Yes, you are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's John Curley, Sherry Elegant Show. Sherry's back after two days. Let's see what's going to say. Oh, here's Sherry singing Maniac. Go! Go, go, go! Oh, she got backup singers. Yeah. Can she dance like she's never Oh, I love when you do that part of it. Time it in! When did you do that? That was a while ago. Was that a talent show? Where was that one done? Yeah, that was a while ago. I was hoping I'd get some of your water from jumping in to pour over me with a bucket. Right, you know, so lay wow. Lay back in my chair. That and is have really the, good. Have the, yeah, the water come all over me. I thought that'd be good. Now, good to have you back. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks, thanks Greg Tomlin, sitting in yesterday. He, once in a while, he's just like, what is this thing? It's like, don't. Don't look too closely at the show. He called That's the show weird. this thing? Occasionally, whenever Andy would drop a fart sound in, he's like, oh, what's that? Um, <laughs> there you go. That's what we're looking for. All righty. Uh, Case Jones going to join us at 3.33. Took up with a busy week um, in Olympia, what they will do and not do to us. Plus, don't forget to play the know-it-all quiz coming up at 5.30. you got to write the quiz questions for that, Joe. Please remind me during the breaks. You can win yourself a box of b- b- teeny. Oh, the cookies! Thank you. She was trying to put some potatoes in there. All right, uh, but let's get to the fact that uh, Chester Jones, my buddy over there at uh, Cairo 7, he says that, you know, Sherry, only a third of Americans have a will. Mm-hmm. Not like will, but like a will. A will, a will, not a will, not a will to live. Your last yeah, wishes. Got, your oh, last wait. wishes. Yes, and uh, that's a that's a problem. Only thirty two percent of Americans have Uh-oh. a will, the lowest rate in four years. Just allows them to. Amanda do Wilson is an attorney own. who has practiced estate planning and elder law for fourteen years. The fact uh-huh. is that if something happens to you unexpectedly, it does end up being a court case and there can be a lot of infighting amongst family members. It's already a huge trauma when somebody passes away young and unexpectedly. And anything that you can do to make that transition easier for your family should be done. If you have a will that's done correctly and is tailored to Washington laws, then it becomes a really easy process without the exorbitant legal fees and involved court processes and all mm-hmm. of that. And it just allows the executor, who's your agent that you've appointed to take care of your assets, right. um, it just allows them to do it on their own without having too much court oversight. You don't want the state taking your money, determining mm-hmm. what's going to happen with your money. Let that that your executor the of the will. The survey also revealed that four out of ten say they don't have a will because they are either procrastinating or say they don't have the assets to require one. 16% say getting a will is just too expensive. To do a basic will, you're looking at a range of about $400 to $1,000. The attorney you're working with may have a package where they'll do it for two people for a discounted rate. Get on that. I'm dead go. serious. Who said that at the end? Get on that. Dead serious. Jesse Jones. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell who that was. Uh... You, People you can do them dying online. To that information. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Okay. That's all right. No, you, you want one? What do you want? want no, no, not for that. Not for that. Too easy. Too easy. Didn't earn it. 
Um, there's a bunch you can do online as well. I don't know how many of them are good. You can find out which ones are, you know, more effective. You don't have, it's not that complicated. They ask for assets and who you want the stuff to go to. And then they also ask for, you know, um, do not revive and, you know, extraordinary means keep you around, all that sort of stuff. I have a, um, you know what? I am so gun shy now of the stories, the beautiful chestnuts that I can, that I can display that perhaps it's been told before. And I, 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 you know what? Screw it. I'm telling the story anyway. <laughs> Heard because it. Move we keep... on. No, 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 I'm not moving on. Sorry. Because here's the thing. We are constantly told by consultants that study radio that there's new people coming in all the time. Mm-hmm. Constantly. And then some guy's like, I heard that story before. But I think it's worth telling. You ready? Yes. I'm ready. My dad was dating this woman named Wendy. Her, her mother's name was Mary. Mary calls Jack, my father, and says, will you please have Wendy wish me a happy birthday? It's coming up a month from now. And Jack, I want you to know this is very serious. Wendy and I haven't spoken in two years, but I just would like a happy birthday from her. Please. My father says, I will let her know that it's important that she wishes you a happy birthday. Anytime this month, Jack, would be fine. My birthday is on the 28th. Well, the first comes, the second, and so each day proceeds. There is no call from Wendy. Mary calls my father. Jack, I don't know how to say this. In the bluntest terms, if I, if Wendy does not call me before the end of this month, I will cut her out of the will. My father calls Wendy. She's serious. You don't want to do this. It's not worth it. I don't know what grudge you have against your mom. I know you guys have some bad blood, but I can tell you from the sound of her voice, she would cut you out. Cut you out of the house in Boca Raton, the Hamptons, the apartment in New York City, the apartment, the house in Napa, and the house in Hawaii. So you get some idea of this woman's assets. Wendy was counting on those split between her and her ne'er-do-well brother. Does she call and wish her a happy birthday? I'm going to say no. She does not. At the reading of the will, sitting in the office, the executor of the will says, you know, the all, names all the assets and then gives it to the brother. And Wendy receives nothing she goes to the house in boca raton to go look around and the guy's already there that's you know putting signs on everything because they're going to auction it all off and um she goes to take this painting off the wall and the guy goes oh you can't take you can't touch that so she got absolutely nothing so here's sort of the the psychological question why withhold the happy birthday knowing the mother was going to hold all the assets um away from her if she didn't why does she not do that? Why not wish happy birthday? Well, you could also ask the question, why would the mother be willing to cut her daughter out of everything over a happy birthday? Well, you could ask that, but first you have to answer my question, Sherry. <laughs> I, you know, people, I, I, I think sometimes the grudges that they hold, the resentment that they feel, it's they don't want to cry uncle. They do not want to know or they do not want the other person to know that they caved. And it's that important to them. And maybe Wendy had her own assets. <laughs> not like that. It was a kiss the ring kind of thing, right? Do it or you get nothing. Yeah. And maybe she just had too much pride to do it. 
I, I think all of that is true, and I think there's one on their sort of underlying current, which is this. My mother will not do that to me. That my mother loves mm-hmm. me, and on my terms, I could love my mother, and there's no way that she will do that. Because somewhere underneath, or slightly, yeah, underneath all the an- rancorous feelings, she, she would never do that to me. Right. And, and in the end, she, she won't do it to me. It sounds like Wendy and her mother are quite a bit alike. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Through that. Through that. Yeah. So that's the end of that one, huh? My mom, my mom's father was very well off. And in his final months, um, mean, mean Jean, the drinking machine, as we refer to her, she got an attorney to have everything switched. And my mom ended up with absolutely nothing. And um, she got the other woman got it all. And my mom, her sister, and her brother got nothing. And uh, it would would have been quite a sizable um, estate. But, uh, yeah, crazy. I'm telling you, people do wild, horrible things to one another. They do, and nothing brings it out quite like death. When <laughs> somebody dies and you think, oh, it's all going to be hugging and kissing and being appreciative that we're still here, it gets really ugly really fast when it comes to mm-hmm. money. There will you'll receive a small pittance when I oh, pass, Sherry. I wouldn't you'll expect receive. anything more. <laughs> My friend Joel writes in John, everyone has an estate plan. Unfortunately, two thirds of them have an estate plan set by the government in which the government wins. That's from Joel. A little advice to everybody out there, whether you realize or not, you already have a plan. It's already established by the government. So you want to supersede, override that and tell everybody where you want the money to go. So, But I thought if you're married, because this is what Trevor tells me, he's he's got a will. Oh, I don't have one. Yeah, and he yeah. says it automatically just transfers over to the spouse. Uh, I think so. If it okay. says it in there, unless he unless he has other. I think the state would recognize that. I'm just assuming, unless he says, no, I wanted to go to this woman that lives a couple of blocks away. Gene, the the drinking machine. (laughs) 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 Who he's been seeing, and I am really upset about it. But I have to say, she's rather wealthy, so I'm kind of like backing off because he comes home with stuff. So it's like, all right, it happens. <laughs> uh, speaking of wealth, uh, whether you realize it or not, um, when servicemen and women get off a plane at two o'clock in the morning, if the plane is delayed coming into SeaTac and they're just dog tired, there's a place that they can go. Uh, the USO has it there, and there are volunteers 24 hours a day, always there to meet them, to help them with whatever they need. And it really is you can't get in. I don't. We can't get in to see it, Joe. Can you? You got to be a USO member. You got a military, right? I mean, unless you're you're given a tour, which I would. I got a tour of it one time it's fantastic yeah, it really is and if you ever have a couple of bucks and want to support an organization support the uso because they are there always always uh whatever anyone needs and especially at SeaTac, it's it is really a, a beautiful uh structure and a great place for people that just need some place to sit and quietly after what could have been a really really difficult turn in their life we're going to do a briefing for you at 12 30. Give you all the ins and outs of your flight and check-in process, okay? It is flight night at the USO Northwest at SeaTac International Airport, the gateway for all service members with orders to serve in East Asia. Going to Guam, Okinawa, Japan, Korea. Routine for the experienced, but not for those fresh out of boot camp. Okay. Yes, ma'am. You are all set. Go see Jill. Yes, ma'am. 
They've never been on an airplane. It's surprising how many have never been to an airport and are lost by all that's going on. Their command doesn't give them information, but we have it. USO volunteer Diana Kane does more than just guide them to their flight the next morning. They have a longer layover than normal, and I would love for them to get Come in, get a little pampered. They have just so much to do here from, you know, the theater in the back to the family room, which God sent because I have a little one. Alyssa Stang met her husband in the Navy stationed at Okinawa. On this flight night, they and their two-year-old son are headed back to Japan to begin a new tour of duty. It's just a huge like relief off of our shoulders. The Lazy Boys, couches, video games and movies, hot dogs, drinks, snacks, Everything offered in this USO, either donated or purchased through donations. I had a donation tonight in the mail for $20. But it's a much smaller donation that came in the mail 16 years ago that Don Langang still remembers like it was yesterday. This lady wrote to me and she said, I met my husband 55 years ago at a USO dance. We spent time together. He's now passed away. So moved by her letter, Don tells me he immediately called her on the telephone. I told her, you don't know me, but I just wanted you to know how much I appreciate your check. And her check, I, I, go, I go around and I ask people, how much do you think that check was for? And I hear 10000 100000 It was for $7. But every dollar truly makes a dent here. And every volunteer truly cares about making life easier for these service members. Uh, Don was in that piece. Um, it's so funny. I do an auction for them every year at Newcastle. You had a big golf tournament. And every year, I always say to his wife, Misty, and I said, are you going to cry? No, I don't, I don't think I'm going to cry this year. I don't think I'm going to cry. But every time he gets out there, he's like, guys, you got to just say something. He can't make it through. He, that guy cares. Oh, my God. So much about the USO. Every single person comes through that door. If they're fortunate enough to have Don in there, they've got a buddy for life. So it is a really wonderful organization. And again, so easy. And as I say, you know, small donations, whatever it is. And, you know, if you ever see somebody that walking through the airport and like, hey, I'll buy you a cup of coffee or thanks for your service or something like that. You know, take the buy them a cup of coffee, but also think about maybe making a small donation to the USO. And uh, you really will make everybody's life uh, a little bit more comfortable, especially the hardships that so many of them deal with every day, flying, leaving their family behind, and going off to all parts of the world to protect this country. So the USO, good stuff. Which it is It is so is. big, too. You never yeah. know it was there. And I was like, it, you think about these lounges, like the, you know, the highfalutin, you know, million-mile lounges for... Hey, 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 hey. Well, this one is better. It is so much bigger and has so much... Everything is free for them. There's there's rooms they can sleep in. They've got video game rooms and theaters, like I said, and they they're, like, I've met Don when I did the tour as well, and yeah, he's the great greatest guy. guy you will ever meet. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Really fun. I'm trying to find my Alaska Airlines card. Um, it's somewhere in here for the uh, for the lounge. By the way, they just raised the price on the thing. Oh boy, it's worth like $400. it. Four hundred dollars. But it's worth it. I've never been to in be a lounge. Able, to I... be able to relax and just get the pancake machine going and all that. Oh my God, <laughs> Sherry! Yes, yes, the pancake machine. I mean, it's it's it can make the difference getting. Whenever on the I go in there, whenever I go in there, I'm, I was kids. So I bring my kids in. Kids. I heard him on the food. 
get in there and just start eating as much as you can. <laughs> just, I don't care if you got to eat 15 hard-boiled eggs. we got to get our money's worth. Get back in there. More cheese, more eggs. Get in there. Just pound that place. <laughs> <laughs> because think about it. If you are outside of the restaurant, right, paying for a $52 burger and a, and a Coke or a beer, right, $60 or something, it's like, okay, if I sit there, it's a restaurant there. If I go in there, you just really, you got to go in with a plan. You know, don't get, as my mom used to say, whenever you're paying at like salad bar or all you can eat, don't be, don't let them, you know, get you with the light stuff. Buy, get heavy things. Even if you have to get a glass full of like Thousand Island dressing, get that, start <laughs> drinking that. Good plan. Thank you. What? Okay. No, I, 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 I'm grossed out at all of it because it's open food and, and the general public. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I love the lounge because it gives you a chance because there's nothing more depressing than going to the waiting area at a gate and there's yeah. 50 people with their backpacks sleeping on the ground. You're talking about can't... all of us right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Sherry, careful. I've careful. never sniffed no. the inside of a lounge. No, I'm just saying I, I, I don't worry about the food part. I just think it's great that there's a place to sit. Let me ask you this. Does it give you comfort when you see the guy with a hairnet over his chin because he's got a beard? Or does that, in fact, gross you out more than the beard would? Depends on Be how honest. much he Okay, it depends if he's adjusting it or not. If he leaves it there and doesn't touch it, I'm fine with it. But if he's always like messing oh, around, so you're with following it. him around. You're following him around. <laughs> oh, get your hands away from your face! Ba 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 ba. It is the John Kelly Sherry Elliger Show. You are listening to it. You're writing to us at mynorthwest.com. Although Andrew says no one does. Still standing by that, Andrew? Uh, not really. Mm, oh, backing off. No, I'm backing oh, off. Oh, yeah. man of your convictions. And then also the Monkosu Casino text line one 973 Teeny's in charge of that. She gets all the letters. Plus, she's going to get those oh! cookies the first. All right. All right, Kate Stone. That's me. What's still alive? What's dead? What's moving forward? Oh, How much money are they going to take from man, us now? We got a week nah. left, and I, I tell you, I need a vacation because there's a lot happening. All right. Here we go. Let's, Here we go. Let's start. Here we go. We'll dive in. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the bills that started in the Senate have to pass the House by today, or if they mm. started in the House, they have to pass the Senate by today. So, we got to get all this organized essentially mm -hmm. and these bills are pretty much anything that doesn't have to do with the budget anything that has to do with initiatives that kind of stuff we still got some time on we got a whole week but anything else just the sort of you know run-of-the-mill stuff the smelt for example the license mm -hmm. to smelt uh that has to be done by today and they have to pass the opposite house and then they will go to the floor. So okay. we got to move this process along, essentially. Now, there are a few measures in each the House and the Senate that are still alive that Republicans had a media availability yesterday that they said they are particularly concerned about or keeping an eye on, shall we say. Okay. So Senate Republican right. leader John Braun said mm -hmm. he is gearing up for a big debate on a couple of measures. One of them is this. Oh, one second. Uh, that's all right. Thank you, Andrew. Mr. Braun. 
technical difficulties. Allow striking workers to access unemployment insurance and let everybody else pay for it. That's a fundamentally unfair bill. So it would allow people to go on strike to yes. get unemployment benefits from the state. So that's uh -huh. something that Senate Republicans are very against. And that measure is still alive, so it's gearing up for a potential fight. Now, another one is the what some are calling the natural gas ban. What it really is is a bill that is championed by the governor, actually, but it would remove in Puget Sound Energy's requirement to provide natural gas. So right now, if you're a natural gas customer and you yeah. say, Puget Sound Energy, I would like natural gas. In almost every case, they have to legally provide that to you. That law has been in place since 1911. Mm -hmm. This would remove that from their obligation, and they could, in certain circumstances, provide you with an alternative, uh, electrification or some other type of alternative resource, if it's considered to be more cost-effective for them. Now, yes. Senator Braun, other Republicans have said this is going to essentially cause big problems across the state. It's a big deal that's going to make Washington more expensive for regular Washingtonians who are already struggling. And the reason he says that is because he believes, and other critics of this believe, that Puget Sound Energy is paying increased costs from the climate laws, not just the Climate Commitment Act, but the right. other state climate laws, and that they are passing those costs on to the consumers. They're mm -hmm. actually recently Puget Sound Energy just put forth a rate hike proposal. A lot of people don't actually know about this, but the average customer would get about $8 of rate hikes starting right. in, I well, believe, it 2026. Go, it has to go before the commission to right. approve the rate exactly. hike. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. But yeah. it, it's a significant jump. And if you're actually a natural gas customer, you're looking at 14 around 14 to $15 of rate right. hikes. But that's kind mm -hmm. of a separate issue. This one would just help Puget Sound Energy essentially move away from providing natural gas service. Mm -hmm. Now, Because it's so bad. Right. So that bill had a hearing <laughs> today. and may, may I just interject at one point? Please. Whenever I drive by the giant windmills here in uh, Ellensburg or out through Montana. Do you Don Quixote it? Oh. With the I horse those, and the it's sword? Easy. Well, it's easy because they're not moving. So I just flip them off. I'm like, there they are. That's There's your alternative power right there doing absolutely nothing. Modern Don Quixote. Thank you. Move yeah. on. Um, I love my Don Quixote jokes. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so what was interesting about the natural gas hearing is the bill is still in committee, and it's not quite stalled out. It's still moving. But the uh, Lieutenant Governor Denny Heck, who's actually the president of the Senate, he was overseeing this hearing, which went on for about two hours, by the way. But this was a very interesting quote that he had at the very end there. There is no other way of saying this clearly. The president is troubled as he observes that the drafting and construction of this bill is very simply a hot mess. Now, he's not saying that necessarily because of the content of the bill. He's saying it because this bill conflicts with a lot of other laws that are already there. It doesn't clarify which laws it's actually changing. So he essentially mm -hmm. said, look, you got to go back to the drawing board on this one. You got to rewrite this bill. It doesn't make any sense. And time is of the essence here. So lawmakers have to really scramble to kind of rewrite and reamend this bill, have it heard again, and then it has to go to the floor. So it definitely is a setback for the bill's sponsors and sort of some good news for those who oppose it and want to keep natural gas service. And this is all right. gearing up to the fact that there's actually going to be a hearing uh, in front of a, a judge next week. It was supposed to be today 
on the energy codes that are being put forth by the the state council mm-hmm. and they're very similar to this natural gas bill in that they remove they kind of steer away from natural gas and towards electrification and the building uh in- association of washington so a lot of developers are actually suing saying that it is constitutionally illegal to do that well so, the problem is you're you're starting to 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 encroach onto people's religion well and i'm talking about green energy religion well the and, climate yeah. change religion and that's they don't want to know they don't want to look at really the hard numbers of what it costs everybody they want to go to you know zero by what 2040 2050 or something like that so right. you know we'll pay for it now but in the end we'll have uh, all sorts of great free energy well and 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 what the critics of this are arguing is that it's not a one-size-fits-all sort of thing because mm-hmm. what works in thurston county doesn't necessarily work in seattle doesn't necessarily work in bellingham i mean they're saying that you know natural gas electrification is just not feasible in some areas especially rural areas and therefore, it's going to leave people quite literally out in the cold, is their oh, argument. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, are you prepared to talk about all of the initiatives and where all I'm of I'm prepared are? to talk about anything you like, John. Here we go. Number we two, go. one, one, three. This mm-hmm. is police pursuit. Police pursuit. Police pursuit. Yes. It has passed out of both House and Senate committees. It is gearing up for a floor fight next week. And Mm -hmm. here's what's interesting about this one. Some lawmakers on the Senate committee particularly seem to have had a change of heart on the current laws. You may remember Senator Monka Dingra. She was one of the proponents of restricting police chases. She's actually the chair of the Senate Law and Justice Committee. She she blocked an attempt to loosen the restrictions last year. It died out of committee, but then it was brought back in the 11th hour and passed, and that one loosened the 2021 law. So the 2021 law condensed when police can can pursue. The right. law last year loosened it up, but said only in certain situations, in DUIs, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Now, Monka Dingra today in the committee voted yes on this initiative to roll oh. it completely back to pre 2021. Ah, maybe she looked at data that she maybe she looked at data that she was ignoring uh, in, last year. You know, she um, was remarkably quiet during the hearing. She did oh, not. The, she did not the say reality much. Reality came up and bit her in the rear end. So good. That's right. Good she didn't one. say anything, Kate. She didn't. She. She. she, didn't, she I didn't mean, acknowledge she, the switch or the. No. Know, the, she oversaw the the hearing, but it was relatively short, and she didn't say anything. Other Democrats did. Uh, Senator Yasmin Trudeau of Tacoma said, "Danger to innocent bystanders is getting lost in this debate." She cited some examples of people that were killed by yeah. you know fleeing drivers who were fleeing police, but the police right. didn't the, have. The total, the the total number Cause. is 20. The total number from the last uh, data I saw was 27. It was four a year. Right. Four but, a year. But the number of people killed on the highways has increased and the number of people driving away from police has increased as well. But one thing important to note before we before we wrap up is that uh-huh. local jurisdictions can still enact their own policies. Many yes, of them do. Tacoma does, for example. I mean, many of these, it's not just like free reign to go chase anyone at 200 miles an hour. They still have rules and laws. It's just not a statewide blanket standard for everyone. Right. Well, just have to let the criminals know because th- more than 3,000 outran police last year. Um, all right, Kate? I'll keep an eye on it. Enjoy your... <laughs> 
vacation two weeks from now. Thank you. I, w- I will. I will. I'll still be here, but it'll be like a vacation in my mind. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you on for that. Yeah. There she goes. Hi, Kate. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Joe, I know I owe you questions for the know-it-all quiz. She's trying to write them right there. It takes me back to being in grade school again, doing my book reports in the back of the bus. <laughs> those days. This is actually early for you, if we're being honest. I know, I thank you very much. Drew Barrymore and Christina Aguilera. Wasn't she the one that was, like, licking donuts and then putting them back on the shelf? Wasn't that her? Was that Christina Aguilera? I think so. I, I, I don't think so why would you joe joe google ate that one on it uh pop star licking donuts putting back i think it was her anyway she um has other if it is her she ariana has other... grande oh it was grande can't keep those i love straight. donuts so much <laughs> All right. thank you sherry well apparently uh so these two gals drew barrymore and christina go ah. Um, they highly recommend that you participate in in this activity number two are you a member of the mile high club Yes. Me too. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> How much longer is it? Oh my god. How much longer is that screaming going on? <laughs> what why? Did, did, were people in first class able to hear that screaming too? By the way, yeah, to be, you know, it feels different. We spend a lot of time on planes. What do you know, we got to figure it out. Like Doesn't it feel wild? It's not <laughs> not the same if you're curious like why are people doing it i'm telling you uh yeah elevation yeah 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 it feels different mm-hmm. i can't recommend it more sorry <laughs> faa it, bring some playground in i'm telling you i was like <laughs> For the long plane ride is it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it helps if you're a movie star and you probably fly on private planes yeah. a would, lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'm yeah. not even sure how people accomplish this. That's for people a, who on... stay in airport lounges. No, 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 no. They, they have to be flying private. There's no way. Yeah, I, I, you couldn't do this on a regular flight. People do. Uh, how? How? Bathrooms? Yes, bathroom. I have no, to in ask. the aisle, Sherry. Okay. Either one of you? It, Yay, nay? No, no. God, okay. no. God, no. God. Oh. <laughs> Joe? No, no, of course okay. not. No, because they won't let me, you know, light one of my Yankee candles that I like, the <laughs> lavender <laughs> sandalwood. Sandal. Just can't possibly set the mood on an airplane. <laughs> Putting a big... <laughs> putting their big red, you know, Yankee candle there on the, yeah, the, the big, small little The sink. big mason yeah. jar kind. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Oh, Christmas delight. <sighs> <laughs> oh, God. Disgusting. So there's another example of the, you know, the, you know, the, the super the rich with their, yeah, the elite flying around in the bathroom. Okay, I have a question for you. If you were to mm. fly private, right, and you you yes. knew maybe this wouldn't you mean happen. When I do fly private, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
and you thought this is probably it. I'm not going to get to do this again. Would you, would you make a, a an effort to do it then, just to for bragging rights? To say that I you say you did it. Am mm. I the only one? I mean, there's like obviously, am I the only one in the plane? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in, up to you. No, I mean as well, like Nick. I don't know. I mean, you, you got the jet to yourself. The cabin, the, the 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 crew is locked off. It's just the two of you. You doing it? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. If it's it, because if it, I bet I think I'm assuming on those planes the bathrooms are even smaller. I don't know. It's not anything. You know, once you've once you've enjoyed the wonderful ocean breezes in Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought you. I thought you were going to say once you enjoy the Yankee Candle experience. Yeah. It's hard to recreate that. <laughs> oh my God! I think it's an aphrodisiac. Seems <laughs> like since that thing that lights up, I'm whoa! Look out! Um, I have a couple of friends of mine. They're very well off. I said to this one woman, uh, Nan. I said, well, "How do you?" Because she was just so. I just couldn't stand anything with those masks. I said, well, how do you ever, like, get around not having to wear the mask at the airport? She's like, oh, honey, I don't fly commercial. It's like, oh. Oh. Must well, be nice. Go. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. It's your own private jet. I had an auction I had to do one time, and they, their people were so rich. They One of the items was 10 hours of net jet. Right? Net jet. Private jet. Ten hours, five hours out, five hours back. It holds twelve people or something like that. Start the bidding at three thousand. Nobody bids on it. Doesn't sell. I said to this guy at the end of the auction, "Why didn't anybody buy the NetJet thing?" And what does he say? People are afraid it's not safe. No. <laughs> oh, they have their own jets. We? We, we all have our own jets. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> The rich are different from you. That we the wouldn't rich are even think of that. You and me. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's true. Uh, but I did sell a lot of Yankee candles that day.